Hello, I'm Molly, and this is Care Experts, brought to you by Care Credit and Pets Best. Together, the Care Credit credit card and Pets Best pet health insurance provide all the financial tools that can help you be the best pet parent you can be. Today, we are here in Los Angeles, California with Dr. Jeff Werber. Dr. Werber is a practicing veterinarian and has been for over 35 years. He is the founder of Century Veterinary Group and is the former president of the Association of Veterinary Communicators. Okay, so Dr. Werber, today we are talking about dog hygiene. So let's start with the most important question, how often should I bathe my dog? <laughs> you know, there's really no easy answer because it depends on so many factors. For example, the size of your dog, the hair length, how matted it's going to be, um, if there's any underlying skin conditions. Um, and I guess most importantly is how neurotic are you as a pet owner? You know, so, <laughs> right. some people want to do it, can I bathe every day? No, you don't want to bathe every day. You don't want to dry out the skin. I'd say the average dog length, hair length, and the average size, you might want to bathe once a month. Okay, and then when I am bathing my dog in, in whatever fashion I can, do I use human shampoo? What do I use to bathe my dog? You know, dog? it's interesting. Pet shampoo is better. There's a difference in pH. And I, I tell this to people all the time, and they often laugh, really? And that is, if you're stuck and you need to bathe with something, you don't even want to use baby shampoo. Your best bet is like a good, mild dishwashing soap. Oh, wow. So, you know, get one of the, the major brands, the blue one or the green one, and, uh, and go ahead and, and use that to, to bathe your dog. Okay, fantastic. Um, and how often should I brush my dog? You know, again, it really depends on the, the, the hair itself, the coat. Is it a long, thick, matted coat? Do you have a very short coat, like a Vigela or a Dalmatian? I mean, you know, you know then you have the little medium, a little longer, the golden retriever. So um, if, if they are very active and tend to get very matted, you want to do it more often. Because interestingly, the a healthy coat really helps the dog a lot. For example, when it comes to cold weather, people say, oh my God, do I want to shave my dog down for cold weather? No, you don't. Because that long coat, even in the Arctic breeds, is like a, it's like a, a, a insulator, it's like a thermos. So, so when, it's, when they're cold, it keeps them, their body temperature warm. When it's very hot, it keeps the body temperature cool. So you want to make sure they have a nice, healthy coat. Um, now, what about uh, trimming nails? I know this is a hard thing for a lot of pet owners. How often should I trim my dog's nails, and what is the best way to do it? So again, it depends on the on the dog. Now, if you have a dog, like an active dog, going outside for walks and running, probably never. They, they wear them down on this on the concrete. Um, small dogs that are like indoor poofy dogs, they mm -hmm. might need them more often. Um, how often really just depends on them. How 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 long they grow, how fast they grow. Now, as far as cutting nails, uh, obviously, if a dog has ever had his nails cut too short and you hit the quick, which is the nerve and blood supply, you're going to have a very challenging time doing it again. So the, the, the key is, first of all, you're better off cutting less and doing it more often, mm -hmm. just to trim them. You can also get like a Dremel, a, a file, mm -hmm. some of them. But the best thing to do, the advice to give everybody, is when you have your dog as a puppy, start messing with their feet. Okay, for you want to touch them and you want to make it fun and you give them a treat afterwards. So when you go over to them to start trimming their nail, they ex expect it already and they're okay with it. Why? Because they're going to get a treat. Right. And that's the key. And what about um, cleaning paws? Because I know little things can get stuck inside paws. You worry about foxtails going into paws. How, what's the best way to clean out my dog's paws? You know, first thing you do is you want to just check the paws very well. And you mentioned foxtails, which is a great point because during spring, when fox, it's foxtail season, one of the areas you want to check in between the toes, actually spread the toes yes. on each 
each foot. Um, underneath, a lot of times they'll get a lot of hair. Mm -hmm. And when they do, that is a wick, basically. So tar, gum. I just yesterday, yeah. actually, I had to trim some gum, dried gum, and the dog was starting limping. And I had nothing to do with the pain of the joint. It was, he didn't want to step on that sharp thing was in his foot. Right, so, right. Uh, trimming the hair on the inside of the bottom of the feet, that's something you probably want to leave for a groomer or a veterinarian. I mean, you could try. If you're a seasoned pet parent, you've done it before, you know what to do, that's great. Uh, again, when you have a young dog, one of the first things to do as far as hygiene yes. is going to be touch their ears, touch their feet, mm -hmm. lift up their tail. I mean, all the things that you're going to need to do as they get older. Thank you so much, Dr. Werber. And we'll be back with more care experts after this brief message. Thanks to Care Credit, I can take care of my best friend. Thanks to Care Credit, I can smile again. Thanks to Care Credit, I can be confident. Thanks to Care Credit, I can prepare for veterinary care. I can take care of myself again. I can be myself again. I can plan for Cooper's care. I can take care of my pug family. I can. I can. I can. I can have peace of mind. Welcome back to Care Experts. Let's continue our discussion with Dr. Werber. Now, what about dogs' ears? Speaking of that, how do I clean my dog's ears? How often? Why? I would say when it comes to ears, the best thing to do at first is have your veterinarian show you, or one of the veterinary technicians, the veterinary nurses, show you how to clean ears. Oh, right. How to put this, the, the, the medication in, how to massage the ear, where to massage the ear. You know, people think, I'm gonna to touch the skin on the outside, that's, no, that's not doing anything. You gotta grab the canal, it's a cartilaginous canal. You wanna feel it, you need to learn how to do that. Um, as far as using swabs, um, like with people, again, it's an art. I would say for the average dog, if you want to get to the point where your finger cannot get down anymore with a wad of cotton or a piece of gauze, you want to hold your cotton swab about an inch to a larger dog, an inch and a half from the tip. These two fingers now will stop you from going any deeper than that, and that's usually safe. Okay. So, and then you can swab out the excess uh, debris that you otherwise wouldn't be able to get to with just your finger. But usually you're letting the ear cleaning solution do the work and you're just cleaning out the excess. Just a hint that when you put that ear cleaning solution in, if you are wearing your Sunday best, be careful. It's the first thing that dog's gonna do, it's shaking all over the place and you're gonna, that stuff is going all over you. So understand, be cautious. In certain instances, a dog will still smell after a bath. Why is that? Because when dogs still smell, that smell is coming from a number of you know, areas of the body. Uh, ears, you mentioned. Right. Okay. So a lot of that doggy smell is really coming from the ears. Ah. Teeth, the mouth. You ever, you know, you, get, you want to kiss your dog, right? You say, and you say, oh, get away, get away. That's, you know, bad breath is a thing. Uh, there are these glands in the back under the tail around the anus called anal glands, yes. appropriately named. And there, that secretion is very odorous. It is like sometimes disgusting. Once you've smelled it, yes, you, you know. do not want to go yeah. near there again. <laughs> so um, anyway, so that's another area. Yes. So um, it really depends on what the source of that smell is, and then and staying on top of it, the bathing, the ear cleaning, all the things we talked about, brushing teeth. I know you have a lot of dogs at home. I do as well. Um, do you have any suggestions on keeping your house from smelling like dog? Well, you, you, if you can control the smell in the dogs, have you ever heard about that artificial dog? <laughs> so yeah, like getting this, the doggy rock, right? Um, no, if you're going to have pets, you have to understand if it's, you know, cats contribute to this too, you're going to think of cleaning the litter boxes. Right. Um, but it's, it's a matter of checking the ears, checking the mouth, checking the skin. 
if that doggy smell persists, they're very likely, your dog has a condition probably called seborrhea. It's either seborrhea oleosa, which is oily, greasy seborrhea, or uh, seborrhea seca, which is dry seborrhea. Those are the really dry, flaky skin. Mm -hmm. um, that contributes a lot to what we call doggy odor. Mm -hmm. So if we can get that under control, I think that'll help a lot. And just, you know, keeping the place clean, sweeping up after the dogs, etc. So, um... Last question on bathing. If I don't have time to bathe my dog, I'm in a hurry, but I know my dog smells and, you know, I'm rushing out the door. What about these new, like, uh, wipes or certain uh, deodorizing products? Or do those work? A dry shampoo I, of sorts for they a They can work. I'm not a fan. I don't like the residue that's left by the dry shampoos. Okay. Um, you know, yes, in a pinch, it's better than nothing. Right. But I would not use that. If you are need to bathe your dog and you're in a rush... Don't do the wipe or do that spray and say, okay, good, I'm good. No, 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 you're good for today. You still got to get the dog in for a good bath, a good grooming, have the veterinarian check the skin if there's a really bad odor, uh, check the ears, something else is going on. It, it, it's, it's a short fix only. Right, understood. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Werber. This has been very informative and we appreciate it. Thanks for watching. All of our featured care experts recommend and accept the Care Credit credit card, which is accepted at hundreds of thousands of provider locations nationwide. And Pets Best offers comprehensive pet insurance plans that can cover up to 90% of your pet's unexpected eligible veterinary expenses. Together, Pets Best and the Care Credit credit card can allow you to provide a lifetime of care for your four-legged family member. Visit carecredit.com for more information. Thanks for joining us on Care Experts with Care Credit. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share with friends and family. And stay tuned for new episodes every week. Pet insurance is administered by Pets Best Insurance Services, LLC, and is underwritten by American Pet Insurance Company, a New York insurance company headquartered at 6100 4th Avenue South, Suite 200, Seattle, Washington, 98108. Please see www.americanpetinsurance.com to review all available pet health insurance products underwritten by APIC. This content is subject to change without notice and offered for informational use only. You are urged to consult with your individual advisors with respect to any information presented. Synchrony and any of its affiliates, including Care Credit, collectively Synchrony, makes no representations or warranties regarding this content and accepts no liability for loss or harm arising from the use of information provided. All statements and opinions in Care Experts with Care Credit are the sole opinions of the guest. Your receipt of this material constitutes your acceptance of these terms and conditions.